welcome to the last episode of season two of the Good Friends in a Glass of Wine podcast. I can't believe that we're at the end of another season. On the show, we are learning about and tasting a big favourite of mine, New Zealand wine. For this season finale, we'll return to the new world and to a relatively new producer, New Zealand. Geographically, New Zealand is divided into two islands, the North Island, which is subtropical, and the South Island, which has a more continental climate. The South Island contains most of New Zealand's vineyards. The first vines were planted in 1819 in Northland, which is right at the top of the North Island. But it wasn't until the 1970s and 80s when New Zealand started to mass produce wine and to promote themselves on the global wine stage. In the 1970s, it was Marlborough that became the largest grape growing area in New Zealand. And Sauvignon Blanc, our wine for this show, is the biggest wine being produced in this region. In fact, Sauvignon Blanc accounts for 72% of the wine being produced here. Marlborough is located at the very top of the South Island. Since the 70s, wine production in New Zealand has continued to grow rapidly. In fact, since 2002, plantings of Sauvignon Blanc have increased almost five and a half times. There are 10 main wine growing regions in New Zealand outside of Marlborough. Other famous wine regions are Hawke's Bay, which produces mostly reds, Cabernet, Merlot, Syrah, and Central Otago, which is a keen producer of Pinot Noir, and interestingly is the southernmost wine region in the world. Pinot Noir is a tough one to get right, as it has a thin skin and is therefore susceptible to infection, damage, etc. But the region of Central Otago produces world-class Pinot Noirs. The vast majority of New Zealand wines, like Australian wines, will have a screw cap around 95% to be exact. This is to stop nasty flavours and aromas being transferred from the cork, as we've found out previously. A lovely point that I came across, and one that I certainly agree with, is on the taste of these wines. This comes from an article on Serious Eats. What do New Zealand wines taste like? For me, the common thread is a sense of freshness, whether you're drinking a crisp Sauvignon Blanc or a powerful Cabernet Sauvignon blend. Most of the vineyards are never too far from the cooling effect of the ocean, preserving acidity in the wines. This brightness leaves you ready for more after each sip. So now that we know a little bit about the wine from New Zealand, let's introduce our friends for this episode before we get tasting. Stephen, do you compute? No Zoom, who this? <laughs> You're with us, so you remembered your name. <laughs> I am here in person, never in spirit. Yes, well, we are on to our second wine of the day with our recordings, so I will forgive you for not answering. How are you feeling about reaching the end of another season? It's very bittersweet. Um, my liver is delighted. My yeah. uh, my heart is settled. Yeah, yeah, all these wines in. Yeah, 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 isn't yeah. it? <laughs> the bottle bank is overflowing. <laughs> The bank account is cleared out. <laughs> they, we're on first name basis with our winerage. Yeah, <laughs> our winerage. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. So have you had much experience of New Zealand wines? Uh, not actively. I, 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 I never would have sought out New Zealand wines outside of um, if they were around for a special occasion. Um, yeah. I've definitely had one or two New Zealand reds, mm -hmm. um, never New Zealand whites, um, oh, gotcha. okay. especially Sauvignon Blancs would be, okay. um, 
French Sauvignon Blancs would be the ones that would be bought in, in oh, our household. darling. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so not only do we have you, Stephen, with us for this final episode, we're also bringing back our great friend, Jackie. What a treat. All the way from the land down under. Welcome, Jackie. Hi, hi. Although I am closer to New Zealand, so I'm closer to our, our wine of origin. Yes, you are. Much closer than we are. (laughs) (laughs) So any of our regular listeners will remember that you recorded at breakfast time during our Grenache blend episode in season one. So this time around, we are taking the turn of doing an early recording. So we're going to see how that goes. We also recorded our other Pinotage episode before this one. So two little glasses of wine in the morning is is a bit dangerous for me and Stephen. But anyway, um, Jackie, (laughs) what is your connection with New Zealand? Uh, So I did spend uh, nearly two years in New Zealand back in uh, 2012, 2013. Um, So, yeah, very, very good connection there. Didn't drink that much wine there, actually, when I was there. Mm -hmm. But since then, if I ever do drink white wine, it's I love New Zealand white wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is fabulous. I have a special connection with New Zealand myself, which you'll know um, in that I went there for my honeymoon. So it's really got a special place in my heart. I did get to try lots of wine when I was there and I got to go to some really incredible wineries, particularly around Napier. That was such a beautiful region. So I'm really um, delighted that we're getting to go back there and that we're doing it for our season finale. So on this episode, we were meant to be trying two types of Sauvignon Blanc. Jackie was going to be having one in Sydney and myself and Stephen were going to be having one in Ireland. The reason being, you can't actually find the same wines in different parts of the world with much ease. Now, I don't know, did you do any reading around this, Jackie? But it does seem strange. There's a lot of wine that just seems to be exported way further away than, you know, countries close by. But yeah, that's something that we've we've had trouble. We can't get the same wines very easily, basically. So myself and Stephen were going to be having the better half. But he told us just as we were about to start recording, he'd forgotten that we were recording this session today. <laughs> but luckily, he has actually found a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlborough. So all three of us are going to be having different wines in this case. In, in my defense, <laughs> it's been a busy two or three weeks. <laughs> Secondly, for my defence, I have miraculously found, in quotation marks, yeah. this bottle of wine, which is only <laughs> half an hour away from uh, the better half vineyard. <laughs> that is absolutely fine. It's fine. It's only the last show of the season. It doesn't matter if we're all having different wines. But you know, what, what do we know? It's it grand. It's all Sauvignon Blanc. It's yeah. the same thing, basically, just different labels. <laughs> If we've learned and nothing. And we're, we're saying that you found it, but uh, I think you actually stole it off yeah, your roommate. That's the other thing. I didn't, quite, I didn't quite fully give the truth there. You've stolen it from your roommate's <laughs> wine collection. Drinks collection. <laughs> yeah. You go poorly. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. It's a great story. It's a great story. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm having the better half, uh, Sauvignon Blanc from Marlborough. Jackie is having Haha. 
I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. That's what it's titled. Yeah, I looked as. it up and it, I think it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I did actually look up the pronunciation and it's like, ha ha, like quite a harsh ha ha. Jackie's having ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> and Stephen is having Yeelands. Yeelands. They're all Marlborough Sauvignon Blancs. So that's really cool. So I know that the better half and ha ha are definitely similar in a lot of respects. And I'm guessing Yeelands probably is too, as they're all coming from that same kind of region. Price tag wise as well, I think there's a lot of similarities there from what I'm seeing. So the vintage that I have is a 2022. Um, what do you have? I've got a 22 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I have a 2019. Okay, perfect. So we'll get tasting, we'll get chatting, and we'll see what we can find with these different wines that we're having anyway. So cheers, guys. So I'm actually having a look at mine now. I haven't actually tasted it yet, but just looking at it, and it's really light, like the color. It just looks really refreshing without even, yeah. you know, it's almost clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much so. The same here. It's um a very mild sort of yellowy, whitish color. Very, very clear. You can see almost no sort of anything and it's very very smooth looking in the glass my one what's the scent like for you guys with these wines i'm getting a citrus mm -hmm. yeah it's a very very light floral citrusy scent and then the taste matches up with the scent and what i found with a lot of wines is that doesn't happen you kind of smell it and it's got its own you know flavors coming through and then you taste it and you're like oh that's different this matches this is very much what I was expecting to have with a Sauvignon. I've had quite a lot of Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand as well, because I love it. And I kind of knew what I was going to get with this one. And I was really excited because it's so fantastic. And yeah, this one is living up to what I was expecting. How about you, Stephen? So I don't think I explained very well what the whole drinks cabinet setup was at my place. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm sure this is a lovely wine. Mm -hmm. if it was stored correctly. But at the moment, it's somewhere between white wine vinegar and Sour Patch Kids. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think this is uh, corked so much as it's slushed. I don't know if there's... A... <laughs> oh, no. It's it's like if I had some celery and some carrot yeah. sticks, yeah. made a bit yeah. of a salad. Yeah. Don't like, drink it, Stephen. It's not what I will it. say. No, what I will say is it does. Yeah. It does still smell fruity and it does still smell mm. nice. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm almost certain it's just nothing but like lemon juice. Oh golly, no, that sounds <laughs> that sounds pretty. Something's gone wrong there. <laughs> no, I know exactly what's gone wrong. It's yeah. it's been sitting in the sitting room. Yeah, with yeah. the last two years probably. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. It yeah maybe yeah. the skittles that you were using as a palate cleanser. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah i i because it looks really like the bottle looks good like and it's mm. from a pretty good um yeah. vineyard yeah, but uh oh the kick is no it's just mm. it is i actually skittles now we are maybe i need to find yeah. a proper palate cleanser like celery or something <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. there is a sourness to it that i'm like oh no this no. is no that doesn't sound not, right no, it's not my cup of tea. You're not getting the aromas of pineapple, pink grapefruit, snow pea, whatever the heck that is, and blackcurrant leaf, underpinned with green citrus and mineral notes. 
not quite getting the, those favors <laughs> on the smell and on the nose it's yeah. like i am genuinely going to keep this and turning it into a proper white wine vinegar <laughs> like, yeah. like it like even if it does taste like acid it's still quite pleasant acid uh, pro tip, actually, on uh, just as you, I've heard people making Sauvignon Blanc ice cubes. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. want to cool down your wine with more wine, yeah. that rem- that really reminds me of. There's an Instagram uh, profile that I follow, and it's this guy who's talking about rich people and them looking down at poor people. I don't know if you've come across this. I can't remember his name. It's hilarious because he he has a various videos about rich people making ice cubes from different shapes and with different things in them and he's like you're poor so you can't have a rack of ice cubes with rose <laughs> and you know different types of fruit and whatever <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant it's really funny and um, so yeah basically it's over in your blonde ice cube mm. got notions if you're doing that right <laughs> <laughs> right up my street <laughs> no mine anyway i have to say guys it's absolutely lovely really really lovely Sauvignon Blanc now I love a Sauvignon Blanc as I said so I was kind of going I don't think this one's going to go wrong for me it's like exactly what I was hoping it would be it's really 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 nice how's yours Jackie mine I've been trying to work out what the other flavor was so I can I got that citrus flavor but Mm. I was thinking mango and I have now looked at the back of the at the label and it's Mm -hmm. saying herbal and passion fruit with notes of of citrus yeah. So it must be the passion fruit that I'm was getting confused over, but yeah, it's it's delicious. Yeah, I'm seeing there on the notes for haha. It's meant to have layers of tropical and citrus fruits, like you just mentioned. So you're absolutely on the money there, I'd say, with what you're getting. Actually, when I was reading about your wine, it's produced by a family organization and they picked haha. It's um I think it's Maori for catching your breath. So it's kind of like, I suppose, about like taking a moment and enjoying your wine and whatever, which I thought was really, really nice. I thought the labeling on your bottle was really gorgeous as well. Um, It looked like it's it was quite kind of, fun. Yeah, it's just really it's really elegant looking. And I think it's kind of probably from sort of Maori kind of, um, I don't know, imagery or drawing or whatever. Did you say it was Maori for catching your breath? Yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at another side here and saying it. It's a Maori word meaning savory and delicious, or tasty and delicious. Do you know? I actually saw a couple of different um, explanations of what it translates to. I wonder, is it in context? Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. But I really liked that idea of like mm. you're taking a minute to like savor a glass of wine, and that's the name. Mm. I think that was just lovely. Yeah. Yeah interestingly Jackie actually both of our wines and I'm not sure about your one Stephen and you can't really drink it anyway so it doesn't really sure but they're both meant to be on the dry end of the scale so they're meant to be kind of between light and bold and they're also meant to be more acidic than soft mine is soft mine is definitely light I wouldn't say it's midway between light and bold mine is definitely light mine is definitely soft it's not acidic that's not what I'm getting anyway and I don't think it's no mine not neither And I was going to say, I don't think this is dry either. No, no, no. That's really interesting, isn't it? A little bit more about my wine, actually, while we're just tasting away. So the better half, it's produced by George Elworthy for Jules Taylor, who launched her wine label in 2001. George is the husband of Jules. So the name The Better Half is kind of gas, as we'd say in Ireland. (laughs) Jules Taylor was voted best winemaker in New Zealand in 2021. So quite the accolade. This wine is described as showing passion fruit, lime leaf, 
lemongrass and white rose petal on the nose, according to the wine cellar. And then we've got mango and guava on the palate, balanced by a citrus acidity. Mm. Now, I would say I'm getting from this, I could see the passion fruit. I wouldn't have gone to that straight away, but definitely I'm getting a lime. Definitely getting a lime lemongrass flavor. I have no idea what white rose petal is like on the nose. <laughs> I've got to say, I've never yeah. actually eaten a rose. So <laughs> yeah, or smelt a white rose petal. I don't think I've even no. I don't think I've come across one. And then mango, yeah, I could see a little bit of that. Guava is not something we really have over this side of the pond. I think um citrus acidity yeah not getting a lot of acidic kind of quality from this now I have to say either so yeah it's interesting it would be interesting to actually compare the two if we actually could try each other's (laughs) because it it does actually sound almost exactly like you're just explaining mine but like when we were talking about these ones and and sourcing them like I just went we're literally going to be trying something so similar and it's it's actually a really interesting experiment to go okay we're having it from the same wine region, same country. It's pretty much the same kind of type of wine that they're trying to produce. Like how similar is it? And in this case, super similar because you can get it in other places where it's quite different, you know, even if they're like just a vineyard over kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's just lovely. I would happily come back to this time and again. But I knew I liked a Sauvignon, as I said, like other white wines that I've had that have kind of been like revelatory to me like would have been the Chardonnay I always thought Chardonnay was kind of a bit of a uh, I'm gonna say the wrong thing here like a poor man's like white wine it was never that nice when I've had it in places before whereas I've realized oh no Chardonnay can be absolutely incredible you just have to get it from the right place <laughs> whereas Sauvignon Blanc you could never yep. go wrong in my eyes you know and and we this is just a lovely one to finish up the season with I have to say now now what would you want to eat that with or eat that with <laughs> what would you pair that with food wise what would I eat that with <laughs> I would eat that with <laughs> right now at this time of the day some lunch <laughs> no um that's a good question I think I know we've mentioned about salads before I think this is a light um food accompaniment so I would say a salad um actually a salad with mango in it would be really nice or like pomegranate or you know something like that just looking at the back of this, um, it says pairings would be seafood, salad and nitro dishes. That's exactly what I would reach for. I would have said fish would be the other thing. I can imagine having that with a really nice piece oh of like gosh. white fish or even prawns or something. Oh, I would love to be in New Zealand with you guys right now drinking this wine. It'd be so amazing. <laughs> I loved it there. It was so lovely. You've never been over that way, Stephen, have you? Nope. Never no, gotten that never gotten that yeah. far across the globe. I no. think the furthest I've gotten to is Thailand. Although that's pretty far. Yeah. Only another little bit to go from there, really. Mm. Oh, yeah, not far enough. Not far <laughs> enough though. Not far enough. <laughs> I went to the Meet the Parents Island. <laughs> Meet the parents island. Yeah, so in, in Meet the Parents, yeah. uh, one of the presents that your man gave was uh, a trip to Koh Samui, which is yeah. in Thailand, and that's the island we went to. Yeah, I didn't know that now. That's gas. I thought your parents were over in Thailand and you were going to see them there. Yeah, say, that's quite odd. You could just... <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. With Steven, I just, it could be true. <laughs> just from what I know of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Yeah. I haven't actually been to Thailand, but uh, New Zealand is amazing. I would well recommend it. It's just a great spot. Such a there in Portugal for me are like the the nicest kind of people that I've met. The most kind of like helpful and you know it's just a good vibe over there. Yeah, um, I agree. What a way to close out a season. I think it's fair to say that myself and Stephen have had an absolute blast recording these last six episodes. So before we finish out, let's take a little look back at the standout wines from this season. I have to say on my side, every wine has been a complete knockout except for the Portuguese wine. I don't think that this was a fair representation of what that country has to offer. I think you can get a hell of a lot nicer wines from that region. But on the red wine side of things for this season, I was so impressed, much more so than we had on the first season. The Pinotage and the Zinfandel were both really fantastic red wines. So that was brilliant that we got to have such fantastic red wines this time around. But in fairness, now the white wines were really, really lovely as well on this. And the strawberry wine, that was such a knockout. Like that has to be such a highlight for me anyway. That was a huge highlight. How about on your side, Stephen? Yeah, completely agree with all of that. I think you know five out of six wines agree. The yeah. strawberry wine was the best one. <laughs> yeah, it um, was. Yeah, like it's just even even after going through the the kind of the sensation, the taste of that strawberry wine still very mm. present. Like I have a very yeah. very fond food memory of of that wine. Mm-hmm. Um, Dinfandale and the Pinotage, absolutely as a as a uh, red wine biased person um yeah. they were they were brilliant wines mm-hmm. um definitely definitely going for uh more strawberry wines in the future just because again yeah. they were absolutely gorgeous but um and then the zinfandel i think what was brilliant about that is how accessible mm-hmm. that yeah. wine is like that you know i think that's still kind of mm-hmm. in in major retails and yeah. just so good like that is the bang for your buck that's the gem i think now of like oh i'm going to somebody i need i need a red wine what am i going to get you can pick up the zinfandel exactly Um, yeah yeah just yeah so it's just it's just brilliant stuff brilliant selection have to give it to the selectors (laughs) (laughs) you're very welcome (laughs) thanks for drinking with me (laughs) no but like no really thank you so much uh like i always say it um you've just been fantastic to do this season with yeah, and we've been so lucky to have some fantastic guests spending their time and sharing their stories with us on this season. So we're very thankful for that as well, of course. So we're at the end of another season and I think you'll agree it was a great one. I really enjoyed it. And I'm very happy to say that we have planned out a couple of ancient wine specials that will be winging their way towards you over the coming months. So do keep an eye on our Instagram page, connect with us on there, check out our website, And until next time, cheers. Cheers.